Hi, thank you for joining me for another Honey Child Podcast. I am your host, Lady T. Listen, this is your vitamin T for the day. Girl Scout cookies. Yup, Girl Scout cookies. Listen, y'all, I just got my few boxes. Don't judge. I got like four boxes. My son ordered two. So that's a total of six. And I'm a do-si-do girl. The peanut butter. I love them. And I always try their new lemon chalet. They always got some new lemon thing going on. But I'm an original. And I get the trefoles, right? The trefoles. I think I'm pronouncing it right. But anyway, how many I love Girl Scout cookies? Come on from the north, the south, east, and the west. The Girl Scout cookies campaign is always off the chain. Whether they're at Kroger, your local supermarket. Whether they're a friend at church, somebody at work. Doggone the school fundraiser. Them candy sales. They... I'm over it, okay? The candy, the popcorn, the gift wrapping, all the price for nothing. Stuff break and you can't hardly use it no more. But them Girl Scout cookies, you can bank on them. But have you noticed the boxes have gotten smaller? <laughs> Excuse you. The boxes have gotten smaller. The cookies are fewer. Um, The prices have gone up. But still, we buy them Girl Scout cookies. I don't care if they go down a four in a pack. We gonna buy them Girl Scout cookies because it's something that we can't buy at the store, right? It's something that we know only comes once a year and we prepare for it. We wait for it. Some of us, come on, we buy enough to last us till next year. Freeze them. I know folk that buy a bunch. Freeze them and save them and use them. Okay, so they never run out. Come on, right? And so... We have such anticipation for these cookies. We wait with bated breath for these cookies. We'll buy them at whatever cost. People on the street, child, Girl Scout cookies. You click a link on something risking cyberware and and a Trojan horse coming to your laptop or your phone because you see Girl Scout cookies. We are so excited about these Girl Scout cookies. Yes, we know the cause is great. We support the little girls and their movement, everything they got going on. But facts, y'all, we buy them because we like them. It ain't even about no support. It's because we like them during cookies. And we anticipate them like nobody's business. Pause. What if the believer, the child of God, had that level times 10 of anticipation and expectancy, bated breath with joy and seal for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Come on, y'all. What happened to us singing songs of Zion about Christ's return? What happened to us singing songs about being caught up and raptured and going back with him when he comes on the cloud? What happened to us wanting to see the Lord? Crack the sky, trumpet sound, dead in Christ, rise first and we shall be caught up to meet him in the air. What happened to us wanting to see our Savior face to face? My old bishop used to say, we so heavily minded, we no earthly good. Can I tell you the saints today are so earthly minded, they're no heavenly good. Yep, I said it. I said it and I meant it and I'm here to represent it. We have become so prosperity driven. We've become so um, success driven, so knowledge driven. We've become so accustomed to this world. We trying to make heaven on earth. Listen, that is a state of mind, so to speak, for so for a lot of people. Because some people say this is hell on earth. Listen, God wants us to pray His kingdom come, His will be done on earth as it is on heaven. But don't get it twisted, beloved. This is not our home. 
Nope, it's not. It's not. Sorry, it's not our home. You can't be so tethered to this world. That's why we ought to wear this world like a loose garment. Be ready at a moment's time. Whoop, take it off, slip it on, slip it off. I'm ready to go with you, Jesus. But I think some of us are like Lot's wife. We keep looking back. We keep holding on to these things. And we ain't going to be ready for his return. But I don't know about you. But I want to be ready when he comes. I want to be ready when he comes. I want my life to be ready. I want my house to be ready. Come on. I want my mind to be ready. I want to live at a state of ready expectancy. Ready or not, here he come. I want to be like I used to play back in the days on the streets of uh, Flatbush. We used to race up and down the street and we would get on your mark, get set, go. I want to be getting on my mark. I want to be amen ready and I want to be set. And when he the trumpet sound, I want to be ready to go. I don't know about you, but I'm admonished to tell Zion to get right and let's go home. While we are charged to occupy until he comes, while we are charged, amen, to uh, witness, evangelize, do the work of an evangelist. We're charged to uh, see about the widow, the orphan, see about those that are over uh neglected and overlooked and the disenfranchised we're called to evangelize to the white house the crack house come on the meth house the outhouse we're called to be light we're called to be salt we're called to be the hands and feet we're called amen but while we're called let's not forget the reason why we're called the reason why we do what we do is so that we could forever be with our lord and the new earth and the new heaven this is not our home. Get right, church, and let's go home. Until next time, be well.